But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. I'm your host, Tink. I'm your co-host, Medusa. And today we have a reoccurring guest. I think um, you remember J-Man. Hey, what's up, everyone? And we're doing something really cool. Um, basically, a new segment about our old guests and where they are now. So I know if you haven't listened, he was on episode 20, one of our Tinder files, called J-Man Between Love and Cynicism. Yep. So if you want the full story, be sure to check that episode out. It's still available on the feed. Just scroll on down. I know sometimes it gets a little hard to scroll down past, you know, the very top. Sounds like first world problems. I believe in you. Um, So last time we spoke to you, I know basically your episode was about Tinder, your dating. Um, You were engaged and not engaged. Um, All your Tinder matches seemed to be virgins. (laughs) Oh, I think (laughs) one of your second dates, she had you delete Tinder for four to five months because she thought she could see herself loving you. And then um, I think the last thing that you said was that you had uh, another first date. Yeah, so um, when I was on originally, uh, we recorded, it was a Saturday, and then uh, that Monday was our date, and it was actually Halloween night. Oh, Monday, wow. the um, spiciest date night. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just think it's really funny because, you know, we're recording in April, almost May, and the weather is just about the same as last time we recorded. Gotta love Georgia. Yeah, exactly. And uh, It's been in rare form this past couple of days, too. It has. And so, recorded, and uh, it, was, it was really funny because we met up in Decatur, and uh, it was Halloween, so that day at work, we all showed up in costume. And so I'm in my costume, <laughs> going out to dinner on this first date. And Please take a moment to let us know what the costume was. I was uh, Mr. Robot from the show Mr. Robot. It's a great show if you've never seen it. It's fantastic. Um, so no, I showed up in my costume, and she showed up in her work attire because uh, <laughs> she had to work that day. And she convinced me to come in my costume. But... No, so two days I'm after... I'm glad that she was the catalyst for that, honestly. <laughs> I think that's a good litmus test. But, uh, but yeah, no, so two days after we recorded, um, you know, it was the first date, and it went really well. That's awesome. Great conversation. We met for dinner at the Brick Store Pub, downtown Decatur, and um, it just went really well, uh, surprisingly well, and at the end, she told me that she would want to see me again and hang out. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. Uh, it almost didn't happen, though. Wait, why? It was her fault. Oh, was she so. late? No, she... Uh, um, so, at this point, I had become very cynical when it came to online dating. Yeah. It Understandably, happens. it's it's a hellscape. It is. And so, for about two weeks leading up to the date, we were... You know, that's... You know, we had... We met on Coffee Meets Bagel. That's how we, you know, okay. met each other. And we've been very communicative, very talkative. And then... And any any time that she was busy, she would always tell me, hey, I'm going to be busy because of this. I'll text you when I can. It's like, all right, cool. That's a very nice thing to do, actually. Yeah. A lot of people do not go out of their way to do that. And then you're just wondering with your horrible, festering anxiety why this person is not responding to you. Exactly. And that's like what was going on is because we're very communicative and, and honest. And then all of a sudden it's dead silent. And I'm like, what did I do? 
Did you say something? Exactly. And so for like the entire weekend, she didn't say anything. And I was just like, all right, I'm done, whatever. Like, I'm just not going to worry about it. And then the day of, she finally texted me. She's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I've been busy all weekend. Are we still on for dinner tonight? And I was like, okay, I'll give her a chance because she finally got to me. Yeah. And the funniest part about that is because she actually reached out to me, I canceled another date. Oh. <laughs> that had been set up like an Be hour plan. before. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So and I never talked to that girl again. So <laughs> bit of a dick move. It but day. Um, but no, we're talking Sometimes better. these things pay off. Yeah, no, it definitely. And I mean, she's, uh, my girlfriend's absolutely wonderful. She's your girlfriend now. She is, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yay. Um, Congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, she's great. Uh, she is, it's definitely the easiest relationship I've ever had. Uh, I mean, just from the beginning, I mean, we just got along so well and there was no pressure. There was no stress or nothing. And and it's functional, right? Yeah, it's Isn't very it so functional. weird when it's functional? Yeah. You're like, it's, something's bad is going to happen. Yeah. It. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's it's great, and she's great. That's awesome. Um, so you so basically, this is a life update for you. Yep. A lot has yep. happened since the show. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, so the show was kind of a catalyst <laughs> in a way. Uh, so I, it was just crazy because I, I recorded the episode. It was a Saturday. Monday had dinner with her, and then... Um, you know, that week was, uh, election week Oh, hmm. as well. And <laughs> I had, um, at my old job, uh, at social media agency, I had two local level politicians who were up for reelection, mm-hmm. helped get them reelected. So that was pretty cool. Um, and around this time, like leading up to the election, a lot of people were like, well, what are you going to do? Like, do you want to stay with your company or are you going to move? And cause I had reached sort of like my, my ceiling. Yeah, there's no right. more room for growth. There's no more anything else I could do. I and, know the feeling. And I was just like, look, uh, I probably will start looking elsewhere, but I'm not going to going to do that during the election because mm-hmm. I was like, I've, I've got to be full on for that. And so the election happens. And then three days later, that Friday, my one of my current bosses, we work in the same building. Uh, we knew each other from years ago and we were talking and he randomly was just like, I want you to come work for me. And I was like, Wait, what? Like a movie. Yeah, like seriously. It was like straight up like... Oh my God. Yeah, it was the most chill job offer I've ever had. And so I accepted. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, late November, started my current job and been there ever since. Awesome. Nice. Wow. You didn't even have to interview for that? No, because I i known them for years. That is so awesome. So what exactly are you doing now? So I am a research analyst for a commercial real estate company. Uh, So it's not exciting. It's not as fun as social media management, but um, it's really cool because uh, my title is basically a really fancy way of saying I Google shit all day. Hell yeah. Uh, And I get paid to do that. Uh, So basically, our our office uh, of the the company, we are the sole entity that does uh, hospitality brokerage. So we sell and auction hotel properties. Right. And I help uh, write marketing pieces for that. Um, uh, dabble in Microsoft Publisher, make sure that the graphics look good and all that. And then, uh, so we write market studies for all our hotels. So say we have a hotel uh, here in Atlanta or Phoenix or wherever. If we don't have one already established, I have to uh, research the impact of tourism, the economic development, the, you know, cool. the 
major education that's there mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and, and make it into a fancy little marketing like brochure. That's so cool. So I know you said like in your old job that you felt like you hit a ceiling. Do mm-hmm. you feel here that you have an opportunity to grow? Yeah, they actually um, want to pay for me to get my real estate license. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know at what capacity I would use it, uh, but if anything, it's free. And uh, when it came something to something that is definitively not free normally, right? Usually, I mean, it, it's usually a three, four hundred dollar course. Yeah, like, it's crazy. And so they want to pay for it. And even if I don't use it in this role, I could take it elsewhere, or at least it'd be nice to know what the hell's going on when I buy my own property. Oh yeah, right, that's right. Totally yeah. for sure. So if they try to like screw me. I can be like, no, no, I know what you're doing here. <laughs> you see this piece of paper right here? Yeah. <laughs> and and my girlfriend, she is about to graduate from law school. So if we're still together, I feel sorry for that real estate agent because they're going to have me and then they're going to have her going through all the legal ease. Yeah, there's no way they're going to be able to bust your balls. No, it's going to be fantastic. Um, That could probably be a huge relief to some brokers, though, because then they'll be like, this is what we're looking at. And it just saves them so much time and effort. It's true. It's very true. Um, And then I, I will say that what I'm doing now, I enjoy what I'm doing, but I've already... I already feel like I want to do more mm-hmm. because I I can do what I do and turn it around within a week. And we have at least up to two weeks, maybe three, and oh, cool. I can just flip it. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There's There are times where I'm like, and there's also. It sounds like you're really good at what you do is the thing. Well, it's just, it's, it's computers and I've always been yeah. on a computer and Microsoft products aren't really, they're pretty intuitive overall. Oh, totally. And, yeah. And so it's just really easy and, um. And then there are times where we have nothing going on. Yeah. And so I have to sit there and look busy. And I'm just like, I can't fucking do this. Like, I need to have something to do. And I, I don't have that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, new girlfriend, new mm-hmm. job. Anything else crazy? Awesome. Nothing crazy. I, I will say that I've reached a point uh, because with, with social media, you, you get to create content. You get to be creative. Yeah. And right. I don't have the outlet right now. And that's partly my fault. Um, when I left the job I was at, I told myself, hard break, I'm not doing anything creative for a while. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I was burnt out, I needed a break, I needed to detox. And, and I'm at a point where I either want to, um, I, I, want, I definitely want to start blogging again. Oh. Just because uh, it's what I did in college. And in college, I did a lot of talk about either uh, public relations, because that's what I was studying, or communication stuff. Um, but now I sort of wanted to talk about, I guess, just life experience and, and lessons learned, that sort of thing. And then there are times where um, I'm also thinking about maybe starting my own podcast. But oh, I don't know, we'll see. do I smell no. competition? <laughs> I don't know. I think because the way that I would do it is you, I would combine basically two podcasts that I like. It, it's one of you guys. Uh-huh. And what I like about you guys is that you take like the everyday person that you see on the street and... You, you may walk by them all the time, yeah. but they could have the craziest life and you don't fucking know it. Yeah, that's why we do this. Uh, yeah, and that's why I love it. And then I'm also a really big fan of uh, NPR has one called How I Built This. And they interview uh, entrepreneurs, innovators, moguls, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, like they've interviewed Mark Cuban. Uh, they've interviewed uh, Jim Coke, uh, who is the guy who started Sam Adams Brewery. Oh, really? Uh, and it's really interesting. And then one of my favorites, uh, two of my favorites, uh, there is, they interviewed the guy who started Atari and come to find out he's also the reason why we have Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. I, I actually read, I read about this like 
a week ago. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's absolutely crazy. And then that's um, so gross. I'm sorry. I hate Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> well, I mean that, that sentiment's sh- pretty common now because yeah. one of the most popular horror franchises is about animatronics. That's true. Wait, what is Five this? Five at Freddy's. Oh, I've never For seen this. For some reason, kids love it. Yeah. Games. Oh. Yeah, it's a horror game. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Much a better show. in concept than execution. Because, uh, yeah. like, when you're playing it, it's mostly you're doing a repetitive task, and if you do it bad, you get jump scared. Oh, Basically, yeah. yeah. I'm good. No, I'm, I don't need that. It's like having a real job. Yeah. I, I just think about that horrible mouse machine on the stage, and you're just like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> but no, it's so my idea, I guess, would be to take. Um, the concept of interviewing those who have had success in their life, sort of like how I built this does, mm-hmm. but then, but doing it to where it's everyday people. Huh. So I guess more smaller business owners and that sort of thing. That way you, you could. I like that. Yeah. It's, That's a different especially angle. Because, it is totally a different angle. Because that you yeah. can put a spotlight on good local stuff that exactly. you're into. Oh, exactly. sweet. And then that's like marketing right there. Yeah. So that definitely is going to benefit them as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. So we'll see that. We'll see. Oh, that's awesome. Um, We'll be sure to give the show a shout out once it's up and running. So keep an eye on our Twitter feed. Sounds great. I appreciate that. Um, So I want to talk a little bit more about um, your girlfriend. Okay. uh, Because, you know, Tinder files. Uh, So how is she different from your ex-fiance? Oh, man. So many ways. (laughs) like, oh, goodness. Um, She's very caring. Mom. So, like, one of the first times that we, or I guess really the second time we hung out, it was actually election night. Um, I Stressful had to, time for everyone, <laughs> especially you and the field you yeah, were in. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I, I think I I started working that day at 7 a.m. I got off at about 11 p.m. Um, I left a uh, event for one of my clients. Uh, he won the election, and once they were, he was just like, I've won. I was like, all right, I'm belling. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I need sleep. And my work here is done. Basically, and it was my watch has ended. <laughs> <laughs> and so I left and actually went up to. Um, she's a student at Emory Law, mm-hmm. and they were doing an election night viewing party. Oh, cool! And uh, what's really cool about Emory Law is that they provide their students a lot of alcohol as well. Hey, I went to the wrong school then. Like every Thursday, they have a keg day. What? So there's a free keg and official. And, yeah, like it's like Emory does it themselves, and Bless. and students get to take it home. When there's beer left over, someone gets to take the cake home. Whole new level. It's a thirsty Thursday. Yeah, it's insane. And so when I get there, uh, it's late, and there are a lot of students who have been drinking the entire time. And one guy was passed out, like just gone. And she got very concerned and ended up like finding him, like water and going up to him, waking him up saying, Hey, you need to wake up, you need to make sure you're okay, drink this water, like taking care of him like that. Yeah. And then um a few months back my niece actually um broke her arm. Aww. And so my brother and his family actually live up in Michigan. Oh. Okay. And I uh, mentioned it to my girlfriend and then an hour later she's basically like, Hey, I went to Walmart and I found a Disney princess make your own blanket kit and I'm gonna make this so we can send it to your niece. Oh like, my didn't even ask her, didn't even, like, I was just like, I wish I could do something, but I can't, like, had no thought of it, and then she just did it. That's so nice. So, she's just very sweet and caring. If there's and one thing you need to learn from this episode, a care package is always a great option. This is very true. Just throw one together. Nobody feels wronged to see a care package in the mail. If anyone wants to send Tink one, I would like some <laughs> hot chocolate. 
Um, I would like some Brussels sprouts and a book. Yeah, I said Brussels sprouts and hot chocolate. Ooh, I want that right now. Buy me some Star Wars crap. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But and then another thing that I really like is that we're both very open and honest. Yeah. Oh, that's important. Very, very. We communicate a lot, and mm-hmm. um, that means a lot to me because with my ex-fiance, um, like I said, we just recap. You know, she ended it. It was December twenty-first, twenty fourteen. So four days before Christmas, and come to find out, she had been lying about wanting to be with me and loving me for like four to five months. Wow! And I had no idea. I was yeah. Oblivious. What does she have to gain from that? What ending it? No, or, like just oh, sticking lying. around. Yeah, I have. No idea. I, I think probably it was just. So my ex-fiance, I think a lot of it was stress, and I think she just had, she just needed someone. I think. I think um, that's what it is. I think that's the point where she realized it, and she realized that the company was there, but the love wasn't there anymore. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you're more like a friend now. Yeah, I guess, and and so it ended and. But because I, I found out that she was lying for so long, I made it a point in my life to be open and honest, um, and uh, to a fault. I mean, awkwardly honest sometimes. But I have to say that is a very good way to use that energy, mm-hmm. because that you could easily take something bad that happens that way and twist it into a very big negative. Mm-hmm. But you manage to work it into what's actually a very good character trait. Thank you. I mean, it's just a lot of things have happened in my life that uh, have shaped me and uh, bad things, but they shaped me for the better. Yeah, and, right. And that was one of those things. And and so I, I made it a very point. I was just like, look, I, I need openness. I need honesty. I need to be able to communicate. And she's the same way. Oh, that's so good. And so it's yeah. just it's just click. And and I mean, I've never. I mean, to be to straight up honest, I just knew within a month and a half of dating her, I was just like. I can see myself with her for a very long time. Like I just yeah. knew. At least you. At least you came to that conclusion was a, within a month. It wasn't like um, a drunken day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, I can see myself loving you. You're like, wait. What? Oh man, that was. Uh, the throws of passion are a hell of a drug. Oh gosh, but no, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like before I met the guy that I'm dating now, mm-hmm. I was using Tinder, plenty of fish. As everybody knows, I started off on a Tinder file before <laughs> became a co-host. Um, and I never had open communication or honesty. So we were always on different pages. I'm like, this is serious. And the other person's like, this isn't serious. And then you get really jaded because you're like. Almost always in the former camp. <laughs> I'm always the one that's like, oh, I thought this was for real. We've been seeing each other for a year. My parents know you and all this stuff. And Or it, it just a lot of shadiness comes out. And then like as it's ending, you're starting to find out like, no, I've been seeing more than one person. Right. Or no, you were basically a band-aid to something that I went through last. So That like, one's the worst. It is the worst. And so when you're like start trying to like date again, you're like, oh my God, like I don't think I can do this again. And then you find someone that's actually legit. So yeah. it's it's really nice to have open communication. So I, I get that completely. Yeah, it was I mean it's absolutely great and, and um I think another thing that I would say that that I can see the difference is that so with my ex fiance, um Say she would have got a job offer or something, mm-hmm. uh, and we had to move. I I think in that time frame, being with her, looking back, I can tell that I wasn't 
in love with her as much anymore yeah either. right and if looking back i can also honestly say that i was looking for a reason to get out of it and i just never did it on my own yeah when i should have um and so being with her that's one thing about not being completely honest that sometimes you're not honest with yourself right exactly i it's, definitely agree it's a realization that is really late coming yeah and so with her i feel like if she got a job offer and we had to move i would have moved because my thinking then was well you're with someone it's what you do you know mm. which is a dangerous yeah. path it very yeah For it sure. is and that's the, that's what i was thinking and right now my girlfriend you know she graduates pretty soon and the day after she graduates she has a, a interview which is great but it's in chattanooga which it's only two hours up the road it's not far yeah. Um, so if we had to do long distance for a while, we could, it'd be pretty easy. But I also feel like I would have no problem moving because one, I love Chattanooga, but then two, it's a real nice area. It is. And, and two, to go with that, I would want to move because I want to, it's not because I feel like I I have have to. to, it's because I genuinely want to go where she goes and I want to be with her and no matter what it takes I want to be there with her that's, that's really, really such a big difference yes because yeah. then you know if you're like you're moving because you feel like you have to you end up blaming that person right. you feel like I've changed my life for you what have you done and then yeah. that's just like something that that weird white elephant in the so it is is it the white or pink white elephant? elephant's the party game so it's the pink elephant it's, it doesn't have a color it's just, just the elephant. elephant in the room so but, oh yeah I'm not good at American sayings <laughs> I'm really not <laughs> to be fair that one's pretty stupid well, yeah, you know, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's, I think that's awesome. No, that's great. Yeah, white elephant's the party game. Pink elephant is the drunk from thing. Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or is it Pinocchio? No, that's Dumbo. It's Dumbo. They get Dumbo. drunk in the circus. wait. No, isn't I think there is a hallucinatory scene in Pinocchio. Well, that's it? when he gets to that little island full of those kids that are basically stolen children. I think Pinocchio is a weird movie. I don't like that one. It really is. Yeah, I don't know how we got on the topic. Elephants. Fuck. Anyways. Do not follow elephants. <laughs> I know. If you can learn anything. <laughs> Poor elephants. Um. So I know before we got on the show, we were talking about you know like your health and mm-hmm. everything. How's that going? It's pretty good. Um. So last summer, uh, I got to a point like with with alcohol, for example, I mm-hmm. was. I, I felt like I was developing a problem. Okay. And so I was just like, I've got to cut back, and and I'm still doing pretty good on that. Um. And uh, because of that one, I've saved money. Uh, oh, I've, <laughs> I've lost a good bit of weight, which is fantastic. Uh, and uh, pretty, it's funny and sad at the same time. I can get a buzz off PBR now. Um, Welcome so to my world. I'm a cheap date. I'm a cheap date. <laughs> Me too. Two shots, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, but then on top of that, I um, I was walking a lot of time, walking and jogging. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, it, nights started getting shorter and colder, and so I haven't been on that, but I'm, I'm about to start that back up. But mainly, I just watch what I eat and how much I eat. Yeah. Um, and, and I've been doing a lot of uh, cooking at home. That's awesome. And, a lot of money with that, too. Uh, meal prep. Um, it always sucks how much work it is, but you do tangibly feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, now lunch for an entire week will cost me 10, 15 bucks. And Versus $10 a day. Exactly. So I, I, I do a lot of baked chicken, uh, sometimes pasta, but I'm going to start looking for other meals as well and just seeing what I can, what's out there and what I can Highly make. recommend you look into some mushrooms. Okay. Good source of protein. They're real good. Okay. I like mushrooms. I'll have to do that. Yeah. I... I when I'm actually on it, yeah, it's a lot. I eat a lot of salads. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a vegetarian, so like I have to eat like 
of beans and you gotta get creative with it after a right. while because I'm like mm, I'm like salad. Yeah, um, that's where that's yeah. where I'm at with it too because I mean like like this week for, you make good friends with tofu. Oh yeah, my roommates cook. I don't cook, so gotcha. but they're like health yeah. nuts, so they make awesome tofu. Like, like I love chicken. Like I could eat every day, but mm, yeah. there are times though where so what what I've had to do is I'll take um I'll cut the chicken up in little pieces and then. And the tray that I bake it in, I make little smaller trays of aluminum foil. Oh, that way it separates yeah. it, and that way I can have two or three different flavors throughout the week. Oh, that's smart. Oh, that's so, Did you see that on Tasty? I saw it on Tasty. No, I think it was like Fit Men Can Cook or something like oh, that. Okay. But Tasty, I mean, there's yeah. so many good recipes on that. I mean, and it just, that way it I imagine a lot of those sites share material. Oh, I'm sure. And just repackage oh, yeah. it ever I, so slightly. I'm sure. Cause it's, uh, cooking is almost like movies. Like, how more creative can you get? I guess you really, I, I don't know. That's, I'm going to take that back. It's a lie. <laughs> That's not a really good analogy. Because you get really creative with cooking. Okay. Yeah, never mind. I don't so know how to cook. Look at some good old about. bento boxes. You'll see some stuff. Oh, I love oh, bento yeah. boxes. They're great. Like stack your food and then yeah. all that good stuff. That's awesome. Um, so you're walking. Yeah. It seems like you're just like on this awesome like balance. Your energy's great and all this good stuff. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's it's even from a year ago. It's been, over the past few years, definitely. But even from a year ago, it's just I'm on this weird like oh I'm growing up. This is fucking weird. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, that realization of oh shit, very like, relatable. Like this, like this year alone. So I, I'm in, I'm invited to so many weddings this year. I'm in two of them, and because of it, um, I can't. I, I had to miss out on five music festivals this year, <laughs> and I went to all five of them last year. Oh. Yeah, and for me that was a big thing. I saw like sixty bands and artists last year. Wow, that's because a lot. Of it. And I was really looking forward to doing that again this year, but mm-hmm. now I can't. And, and there's this part of me that's like, fuck. Like, I want to be selfish, but I'm like, I can't. I've made this commitment. And, but then beyond that, though, it's just, I'm trying Historically, to weddings kind of have better food than concerts. Well, this is very true. Yeah. This is very true. You know, music, hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Like, I was supposed to go to Hangout Fest next month, and I can't do that. What is because that? It's, it's a big festival that hangs uh, happens at... Um, on the beach in Alabama. Can't oh. remember what city. I didn't know Alabama had a beach. Uh, yeah. God forgive yeah, it's me. Coastal it's coastal part, just like us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know that much about the South. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I was supposed to go to that, and the lineup is just solid. And Ooh, who's going? Uh, I know Chance the Rapper's going to be there. Ooh. I know Mumford and Sons, 21 oh. Pilots, uh, Marshmallow is going to be there. Uh, who is? It, that's another thing. It's ever since last year, I've gotten into EDM more, and Marshmallow is like. They're pretty yeah. yeah. As older as the older I get, I get into more like indie folk music. Yeah. yeah. My trajectory's been real weird because now I'm like real into jazz. Jazz is great. I do like some jazz. Makes you feel good. It does. No, I get the whole like you're waking up and you're like, oh my god, my bones. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't party as hard anymore. Like. Yeah. You have to choose your party selectively. Yes, and then like you're, you've got more bills than you've ever thought oh you would God, ever yeah. have. I had a, I had, I had a credit card debt this week because of that. And yeah, just, like you're sitting over there, like I really could have just bought. I used to just spend money like it was no one's business, oh, and yeah, then no. all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I have to take care of myself. Cool. Yeah, um, with that, it's like like this week I I went out for lunch one day this week, 
and the whole time I was doing it, I was like, I know I'm going to enjoy this, but this is like 10 bucks I could have spent elsewhere or just saved and yeah. stuff like that. Like it just, And then it's also like, how the fuck did I survive when I just didn't give a shit? Right? Like I don't get it. And then you have to like, then you look at your bank account, you got a 401k, and I'm like, oh yeah, where did this a, come from? Yeah, with my current job, they're like, oh yeah, you're going to get a 401k. And I was like, what? I, how do I even fuck what? Like, it's weird. It's I only so live in weird. the now. I don't think about tomorrow. Yeah. And that's another thing you start changing. It's like, I can't just think about right now. Yeah. I have to think about a week from now, yeah. a year from now, years from now. And I think it's just different because of our generation, yeah. where we're going through. Like, we we get out of college. We don't work in the same... Uh, we don't work in the field that we go to school with majority of the time. Mm-hmm. We have more debt. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, the majority of, There's like... There's pretty much no way I can end us. up in teaching now, Yeah, we are the lost generation it's also another sign of growing up is it's when you have to plan an event with your friends like two or three months out because everyone lives in different cities now everyone has lives and schedules and it's just some of them have kids yeah that too (laughs) I used to be like all about throwing parties and now I've got like one coming up this year and that's a that's probably gonna be it yeah. yeah. Like I've got some friends that still go out. They'll they'll start brunch at like eleven and drink until like eleven at night. I'm like People are brunch no. drinking? Yeah. Like hardcore. Hey. That's that's too intense. I mean, which is fine. I mean yeah. each to their own, but I'm also just like, I have a liver that I want to keep. Like I'm <laughs> I'm good. And you do this every weekend. How do you function? I don't Hell yeah. <laughs> but I'm again, like I said, I'm really happy for you. Is there anything you. else you wanna update us on? I mean, like I said, it's just I know that being on the podcast isn't what led to all these things happening, but just the, the time frame was absolutely mind blowing. Yes. So it was just it was the launch pad for me, and and I'm very thankful that I got the the experience to be on the first time and and uh, share my experiences, and, and now I'm back, and uh, I don't feel like you know my life is as entertaining, but at some time. I'm okay with that. I'm very content with where I'm at. I'm very content with what I have and who I'm with. And sounds like you're on a great so. trajectory. Yeah, and I think that's that's another thing I have to remind myself is that like like I said, my life isn't as entertaining, but it's like that's just part of the process. It's part yeah. of growing up, yeah. and, and you know I'm okay with that. And so well, I'm so happy that you know this is what's happening, and I'm so, it would be so cool that you get off the show and then you have another crazy week of more. What's the word? Guys, projector Jerry? Positive. Trajectory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm smarter than what I sound. No, that's staying. Don't, don't, don't. don't. It's staying? Yeah, keep that in. That's fantastic. Oh well, I just hope that this show, I feel like our show is like a good luck charm for you. There you go. That is how I'm trying, that was what I was trying yeah, to express. And I hope, you know, more success. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, awesome. Do you think that's a good way to end the show? Yeah. Yeah, All right. Sure. Well, I forgot how to end the show. <laughs> Let me, like literally, I'm on the struggle bus today. Just do the Hollywood handbook. Bye. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Well, I'm your host, Tink. I'm your co-host, Medusa. I'm J-Man, and you don't know me. Yeah.